money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Reb, are you ready to talk money? I kind of am ready to talk money. I, I, I know it's the same response every week, but yes, okay, we're talking money. Okay, but we have a special. I'm just not going to say anything. I know we are talking money related. We're the show about the heart issues around money, so this is a heart issue show, really. This is a heart issue show, but we are going to talk about money. We are. We're going to talk. I mean, we've got a special guest here in Brian Dirksen. Thanks for coming out, Brian. Thanks for being on the show. Great to be here. If you're listening to this show either on morethanenough.ca, on chri.ca, on iTunes, all of the other ways that you can get podcasts. And today's show, we're actually recording on Facebook Live. So welcome to our guests who are joining us, in a sense, in person on Facebook Live. But those of you who hear it this morning on Friday morning aren't getting live. Yeah, don't go to Facebook on yeah. Friday morning. Cause, well, you can actually because yeah, it, it'll there be there recorded. forever. Yeah, you can and, watch it there too. And yeah. ever and ever. And <laughs> if you go there, Facebook will know everything about you forever. Okay, all right, and all right, ever. all right. Okay. We're, we're taking up time. On with the show. Yes. So you are going to, we're, you're probably all wondering, why would we have Brian Dirksen, who's known for his music for all of these years? Why, what does he have to do with money and God and faithfulness and that's kind of where we're going. So Reb asked me that question, Brian, and I said, well, he uses money. <laughs> well, I didn't think there was a big stretch there. You can tell who the creative person is out of the couple of, of us. Uh, yeah, yeah. But- anyway, we invited Brian because we, because we've known him, known you for a number of years. We have seen God's faithfulness to you and Joyce and your six children mm-hmm. who are now all adults uh, that wow. we won't... We, yeah. we were, we were <laughs> we just won't. going, wow, over lunch going, <laughs> oh my goodness. But um, that is part of the reason we have you here and because of the music you have to share. Now, before we go into some of your story, Dave just wants to uh, share something about, about your music um, that has impacted his life. Nice segue. Nice setup. Thank you. Appreciate that. (laughs) I mean, one of the things that as we go through journey and as this is the show around the heart issues around money, um, me, the non-creative guy, uh, when I was going through the transition from a place where I had a full-time job, the career was going well, everything in a sense was clicking, and then there was this interruption. And often when we are talking finances, we call that an intersection. Just mm. something happens. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's beyond your control. Sometimes it's, it just happens and, and you make a decision. In my case, I made the decision to leave the family business. And at that point, I had no clue what the next step was. I had, you know, we were praying about it. We were talking about it. I had so many opportunities. I wasn't really scared about oh, I'll never get another job. That wasn't my issue. The issue was, is I have no idea what you want me to do, Lord, next. And I spent um, a number of months, probably six months, but two months intentionally where I had left the business and said, I'm not even going to write a resume. 
partially because I'd never written a resume in my entire life. <laughs> but I went and spent some time with the Lord uh, intentionally. And Creation Calls, which was one of your earlier songs, it's about six and a half minutes or eight and a half minutes. But it was it was actually what connected me with the Father and just giving me that that sense of a place where I could go, okay, Father, I see you in nature around me. I see you in all these different places, which is what the song is about. And I can just be confident that I know you care for me mm. and that you love me and that somewhere along the line, you are going to provide and you're going to, I mean, we had a full on family. I had a mortgage to pay all of those things that were uncertain. And yet I could take some confidence in that. And I think I'm probably not the only one who finds encouragement or who God speaks to through music and through what you do as an artist. And that's about all I'm going to say for today's <laughs> show. But Rev, pass that over to you. I mean, that's you watched me go through that, and and you know how much that impacted. You walked in the room sometimes with me laying down just and just listening to that song over and over again. And I guess that's part of. I'm. I don't know if you hear those kinds of stories uh, around the world when you go and travel and sing and uh, lead people in worship, but you must hear that feedback that oh man, this song had a real impact on me. Mm. Is that? Yeah, and it's it's one of the things that um, is the biggest encouragement in my life is to know that that a song that I wrote in private and I wrestled with and a song that I wrote to almost like survive my own journey, right? Because mm -hmm. we, we write the songs that we need to write, uh, what we need to express in, in a given season to help us keep going and keep trusting and when that becomes somebody else's song it's it's a it's a very profoundly encouraging thing and i was just thinking about um when i went on your website your brianderson.com and you explain where your latest album came from grateful mm -hmm. and how your last song uh in 2010 was the song about winter and mm. will you love me still in the winter and when i was reading through some of the stuff on your website and thinking about you and what you've been through i was thinking of the people that we serve mm. and people who listen to the show um because and our own journey financially at times you feel like you're in winter and mm. you do ask that question. And I don't know if there's anyone out there today who's listening and who who's watching and who says, you know what? I just don't think God cares. The Bible says that God cares, that he's going to provide, that, you know, the psalmist said, I have not seen the righteous, you know, begging bread. But how how do you get from that place to believing God and knowing that he loves you? And I was just wondering if you could speak to that because of that winter that you've been through. Mm. Well, I mean, winter happens for everybody <laughs> at different times in different ways. And, and the context of what you're talking about has to do with maybe um, uh, financial scarcity, you know, in, in a season of somebody's life. And, and, and Joyce and I have gone through that in several significant ways. Um, and one of the first things I would say to anybody who's experiencing that is that you can't force spring to happen. <laughs> you can't take your, your barren tree, so to speak, of your life and glue on some leaves mm -hmm. 
and paste a smile on your face and pretend you're in spring when you're not. So the first thing is to be honest about where you are. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the, so foundational. Like, be honest with somebody else, with yourself, with a trusted friend, with a, with a, with a financial counselor, with somebody to say, this is my situation. Mm-hmm. And one of my big struggles um, in this last winter was personal shame because I blamed myself for how partly how I got into this winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lack of wisdom, discernment on recognizing somebody that I went into partnership with who turned out to be not the person I thought they were. And my mm-hmm. sensitive, artistic soul mm-hmm. started to get crushed mm-hmm. yes. as I tried to hang on, as mm-hmm. I tried to make it all work. And finally, I couldn't make it work. And it just I just had to let it go. And there I was with the consequences mm-hmm. of my own limits yeah. and my own yeah. i couldn't see the whole thing yeah. Yeah. and and there i was and so but but once you're in that you you I, yeah i think the first thing is to admit it is to say and to recognize that there starts happening with shame you start blaming yourself yeah. and then you can't it starts a cycle where you're it's just dark mm-hmm. and it, it's it's dark this way you know, right. and, and for those of us that are on Facebook, I'm putting my finger in a toilet bowl kind of thing yeah, that's going yeah. deeper and deeper and deeper because right. you do feel like it just is a bottomless pit where I'm just sometimes just slowly sinking further and further down. And sometimes you feel like it goes a little faster. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And you did mention like uh, in your in your story that you read and anyone can go onto your website and read yeah. some of the comments you've made because you're a pretty vulnerable and transparent person. Um after knowing you all these years and but you said it was the people like your friends that you were walking with Mm -hmm. like even we know that you have done sheer poets and that you've written music for the psalms Mm -hmm. um through that winter season Mm -hmm. but it was the people that helped you Mm -hmm. see then that's the the reality of human life it was the people that hurt me and and me letting myself down because i didn't and then it's 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 maybe other people that helped me, right? You yes, know, this is yes. and, and, and and the ongoing wrestle is who do you listen to, who do you trust? But there is absolutely in my winter season I experienced from several close friends and most importantly my wife Joyce, an incredible, deep, resolute mm. you know, we're not leaving. Mm-hmm. Right. You're still even if we can tell by some of your responses that you are ashamed of what happened and you're struggling and you're dark, we're, we're, we're sticking with you because mm-hmm. you're worth sticking with. Yes. Even when I didn't feel that about myself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was a long season for me. It was like three, four, five years of, of, of real confusion mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of ironic thing happened near, you know, kind of three quarters of the way through the season is GMA, Gospel Music Association of Canada, gave, just called me up and said, we're giving you the Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> and I thought, this is like, this is, this is, this is unbelievable. Well, I, I was just like, okay, now I really know I'm done. You know? Oh, because it's no, like I'm, a yeah. lifetime. That, that's kind of like the golden watch or, right. you know, like whatever. It's yeah. done. Like, you're re- head off into oh. your retirement and, 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 and you're done. 
And I know they they meant well, and they were thanking me for the songs that have helped people. But but in that season, I wasn't writing anymore. Anyway, you know, it's funny yeah. how you start. Like even people can try and help, but when you're in that in that mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. you can you interpret what other people are doing. Right. So true. Yeah. But so I think true. that's what I'm hearing, even in your story. And you don't meet the people we meet or talk to, but there is that that feeling that it's hopeless Mm -hmm. that that feeling even when we try and reach out with seminars or saying you know we'll come alongside you and coach you there is just it's it's getting past the shame yeah is a very hard thing and um um i think that's why i was drawn to your album that you released in november because you did come out of the winter you are Mm -hmm. writing again Mm -hmm. as anyone will know tonight when you come or anyone buys your and and it's awesome because the album's okay. So a little grateful. pause here just for a minute. I'm giving you all permission to spend the twenty five bucks to get the <laughs> Grateful CD because uh, and then I don't it, even it, think it's that much. Oh no, it's no, not that. It's much. not well, that much. I'm still, you know, you, you know, have to, anyway, the financial guy's there. telling you to go yeah. spend money. You, you so got you've it, heard right? it here <laughs> on the show. But there's the, a okay. The, go ahead. the point is, is and uh, I'm going to jump in because I think it's so appropriate that coming out of the winter, the first album is entitled Grateful. Mm -hmm. And that from a, again, I'm going to pull that into the financial principles and say, sometimes we're in our winter and, and it just starts by looking at what you do have and, and it becoming something that's genuinely grateful for. And, and that's the first sign mm-hmm. maybe of spring that first, even before you, anything happens that, that is visual. It's, it's, I can actually look at what I do have and become, say that I'm grateful for it. And I, I think it's, I mean, Brian said at the beginning, you can't muster it up and stick mm-hmm. spring leaves on, you know, winter trees. As we all know, like a week ago, we were in the throes of an ice storm <laughs> and we know full well we weren't going out with our shorts and our, you know, yeah. tank tops and sunbathing in the ice storm. Like you just, you just don't right. do that. But if you can be honest mm-hmm. and then, f- and, and allow yourself to see like in that ice storm, ironically, because I, I mean, I was just sharing with you guys today, I'm going through my own stuff, right, personally and all of that. And I was sitting there listening to the crashing of the ice mm. and it, I opened the window just a bit and it was meditative. Mm. And I thought I can genuinely today thank God for what is not sunshine Mm-hmm. Because it, it's something mm-hmm. beautiful and it met me in a moment. And anyone who's going through financial stress, even like on a day like today when it's sunny, uh, mm-hmm. just to go outside and say thank you and be gen- and genuinely ask mm-hmm. the Lord, show me, open my eyes to what I can be grateful to mm-hmm. and for. And it, mm-hmm. it, Dave always says this, as we get grateful in our financial journey, it starts shifting yeah. because we see things. Maybe that gratitude you know, it gives us the stop, like, oh man, I'm not going to buy that stuff because I already have so much. Mm-hmm. And that alone, that gratitude, that grateful heart will, will help us in a habit maybe that we've had a hard time with. And it really is a bit the chicken and the egg. doesn't matter which one comes first, really. It, does, it really doesn't matter. Right. But they both, one follows the other. Uh, I'm grateful for this. And then 
something shifts in the way that I think about tomorrow and then I, I'm, I'm thankful for tomorrow and then something shifts again and, and again. So, you know, don't worry about whether it's the chicken or the egg. Just get to the point where you look up and look around and go, man, I am just thankful I'm drawing breath if that's, if that's where right. you're at. Right? Well, and I think you say look up, look around like we are in an the the whole universe the the whole everything is sheer gift yeah, right yeah so i think for me one of the things that joyce and i started doing you know on a daily basis is just asking each other you know what are you grateful for today and the answer is often it's as simple as i can walk over to that tap and i can turn on that yeah. tap and water comes out yeah. <laughs> <gasps> and that water i can drink and and it's good and it keeps me alive mm -hmm. and i and this oxygen that i'm breathing in and the 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 the, the sky and the sounds and the mm -hmm. on and on it goes right we're we are we are literally bombarded every day by mm -hmm. gift after gift after gift after gift and they're not coming from somebody who's saying i'm giving you a gift now pay me back yeah yeah right right Right, they don't come with debt strings attached. These these gifts, and and I believe as a person who, who who believes that there is a loving creator, that these these gifts are just like they're just poured out. Life itself yeah. is a gift, mm -hmm. and 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 the the one who made us isn't so such an insecure being that he's saying, "Okay, I gave that to you. Now what are you going to do for me?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, you know how many people have that thinking, though, that it's conditions or right. there is one gentleman, if he's listening, he, he's a friend of mine. And, and uh, we've talked about this many times. Every time he says he asks something from God, you know, bad stuff happens. So he just stopped asking. And I'm like, your your sight has to shift. Your mm. narrative has to shift because that's not the God of the, who loves you. Mm. You know, I don't know what's going on, but we got to figure that out because mm -hmm. that's so it's been an interesting time walking with him through some of that but um how do you get to how did you get to gratitude out of that winter well i mean it was the the little moments you know that joyce and i would ask each other you know and just look for look for things to be grateful for my my own father um, lost his wife. My mother passed away, and for the first two years, it I watched his his grief and his loss. Mm -hmm. And then he started shifting something, which I watched and 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 learned from and admired. He started remembering that every time a memory of of his wife who was gone came into his head or his heart. He took that memory and he turned it into gratitude. Wow. And he started thanking God for all of the, the the 50 years that they had together and 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 he turned it into an expression of gratitude. And I remember cuz we would have a weekly breakfast my mm -hmm. dad and I and I would start going, "Can I need to do more of that?" Mm -hmm. You know, and I still was in my funk, you know, in my mm -hmm. in my still. I wasn't creative. But you know, so yeah, it started it started literally with a choice. Wow. 
to, to, and, and to give thanks. And wow. intentional. I know that. That's powerful. If, uh, if any one of you ladies especially has read Ann Voskamp, she has that 1,000 gifts book. I know Dave hasn't read it because it's a girl thing. but um, I won't admit to it anyway. Yeah, anyway. But she, <laughs> she had her journey into joy by starting lists. And mm-hmm. she had lists all over her house. And she'd start writing. And it turned into a list of more than a thousand things, but it turned mm-hmm. into like a spider web glistening in the sun. Like mm-hmm. it, it turned into those things to bring her into to joy. And she in turn has led a lot of us into right. that kind of exercise. I kind of reference that a little bit in the opening song of the album because the chorus goes, uh, a day to see the reasons, a thousand gifts receiving, right. a day to trust that God will see us through so. So there's a little, a re- little reference, reference there. Okay. But I want to talk about a song. So this is a song that really has meant a lot to me, but I really f- have have felt it for the people we serve right. and, and for the body of Christ. But it's the song, um, If Jesus is the Face of God. And the words go, If Jesus is the face of God, we have seen the face of love. And looking in the face of love, we know that God believes in us. Now, those words are just powerful but one one of the things that jumped out at me about the shame piece is the bridge of the song says god won't shame us mm-hmm. he reclaims us he never leaves us or deceives us and i see within my own journey financially or just in my journey with him i see it in people like the belief that god would reclaim something that we have that we've made mistakes by what mm. you just said about your own story. You feel shame over the decisions, mm-hmm. but how can we come? Cause we think God, like he just can't forgive it. He mm. just, we're going to owe him something. Right. And, mm. and this song is just to me, such a beautiful, I, I almost couldn't believe it when I heard it, hmm. I guess, you know, if Jesus is the face of God, then we have seen the face of love and we know that he believes in us. And we were talking about that before and what a challenge it was writing it even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this was a song I really had to wrestle with and fight for to be included in the album. I know that even saying that concept makes a few people squirm a little bit theologically. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was just, it was it was both what what I needed in a, after a long season of not believing in myself, I needed to go right back to the encounters I would see with Jesus in the Gospels when he would encounter people who were shamed, who were marginalized. And it was like he would get in their face and he would say, and my paraphrase is of, of, of the dialogue was, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. You're not done. I love you. I'm forgiving you now. Go and, and in essence have a fruitful life loving and serving other people and we can't love others if we don't receive love first right we mm-hmm. we we can't if somebody doesn't first believe in us mm-hmm. we can't rise up and be for another person and for me one of my pictures in my head as i keep singing when i sing this song as i picture a baby looking into the face of their mother and this incredible just absolute pure unconditional love and belief that radiates from the mother (laughs) down into the face of her child as she's feeding and this sense of this is where it starts and it's so pure and it's unconditional it's total unconditional potential yes yes it's about that's a good word potential that everything there's there's an entire life right 
just waiting to explode on the earth, right? You yeah. know, it's like... And, right. and, and goodness is going to yeah. come out of that and, and, and service to others and creativity. And, and I had lost that. Mm. And, and I needed to and find that's, it And that's again. huge because, again, I see that every day in the faces of people as they come in in their winter. Um, mm. You know, as, as the coaches, as we lead them through this financial part of their life, Often they come to the office in the winter. Not too many people are coming to right. more than enough for financial coaching because <laughs> they, they have more than enough. They want more than enough, which is good. We, we, we're okay with that. Although if you want have more than enough, we like you too. Uh, but the, the reality is, is, is that they come into that and that, that spark, that, that, mm. that remembrance mm-hmm. is gone. Mm-hmm. And that is certainly part of the, let's wake that up. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, and, and money can sometimes just pour down on you to the point where there's, there's so much just weight and pressure. And, and again, when we talk about debt, that we talk about it not being a sin, right. but being a, a weight, a burden, yeah, that's a good word. Uh, you know? And so, you know, again, that addresses the shame issue. Uh, okay. Uh, we don't need to be ashamed of yeah. the burden we're carrying. We just want to get rid of it. Right. And we want to help you but get I rid of But I think part of my, what sometimes we say at seminars, especially if we're in the church, is, you know, we do the shaming. We're mm-hmm. a shaming culture. Yeah, right. And a person can, we have no idea why someone's in debt. We have no idea. We just see, oh, well, someone's spending money this way and they shouldn't be. And like, it is not ours to say. We don't know anybody's story. Mm-hmm. But to just to walk in our own relationship with the Lord. And anyway, that is a whole thing. In that's my own, another show. That's another show. But that, <laughs> I just, I, when I read, heard those words sung, mm. I just wept. Mm. I wept for myself and I wept for people that we love and mm. people that we serve, people mm. in the church. There is so much shame because we don't think we measure up. Mm. But there is so much grace. Like, God shows us where we don't measure up. Like, he'll show us in the timing. He's not going to throw it all mm. to mm. bind us more. Mm. He, he shows us. He, I mean, I love those verses in, I think it's Acts or Romans. I always forget, but it's, you know, it's God's kindness that mm. leads us to repentance. Mm. It's his you know, in the winter, he's he already knows well, we're down. Well, and I think repentance is about changing our mind about something and changing our direction. And actually, perhaps one of the ways we need to repent as believers is our lack of ability to, to know that God believes in us, mm-hmm. that God is yes. for us. We make it so much about our shame. Well, we got to repent of all the things we've mm-hmm. done wrong. But one of the things we need to repent of is not is not believing that we've looked in the face of love and 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 seen that complete love and acceptance from God. Because I mm. I do I, and I think back to what you said about your friends who said to you, "I believe in you," like mm-hmm. you you're not believing in you, but I believe right. in you. And isn't that wasn't that an expression of the Father's heart mm-hmm. for you? And, and and I think you know we're coming to the end of the show, and and if there's a, if there's something that I want Facebook that I want the the listeners who listen to the podcast normally to 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 just allow to sink in a little bit, it's that that the God of the universe, the one that created you, not only is he for you, but he believes in you. To, to be just like that little baby you were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. to, there's so much potential. 
that he in fact can release out and and that's that's just a that's an incredible thought that needs way more than a half hour show to, to so so that's the homework so go, Typi- get typically, the, go get the music of Brian uh, listen to the song don't turn it off there's the homework right is, is to go to just soak in that for a little bit to to just believe that if you have to repent repent and and work through that's part of the process but just to allow that to really sink in to go wow the god of the universe does believe in me and there this financial piece this financial winter that i might be in no problem the god of the universe is going to walk through that with me and there will be spring mm-hmm. spring be is spring. coming mm-hmm. there you go reb why don't you pray for a minute all right lord i just thank you that Um, you brought us together and for the message of hope that spring is coming and how we're experiencing that in our own city this morning and this day. Lord, we just give you praise that you believe in us and that we can look into your face and see and see our a cheerleader, see someone who is is saying, Don't give up. So we just, Lord, just ask that people don't give up today Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. So, thank you, Brian, for being here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for going out for lunch before. (laughs) (laughs) Join us next week. If you need to hear more podcasts, obviously, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, all of those are archived. iTunes, rate us, download as many as you can. We love that. And uh, homework is go get Brian's CD and soak in it and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.